Welcome to the Evolve Mindset. My name is Chelsea Browse, but most know me online as Chelsbra. I'm an awakening mentor and somatic sexologist who's passionate about the continuous evolution of consciousness. If you're looking to evolve your sex life, career, relationships, finances, or health, then it begins with your mindset and this podcast is for you. My goal is to use this container to provide the tools, knowledge, and insights to further your potential and evolution. I know we're going to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pressing play and let's evolve. On today's episode, I actually interview Matt Bruce. He is one of the most influential speakers on men's healing. His path to healing his heart and relationships have been like no other. Over a number of years, he's totally transformed his relationships and him, with himself and his partner. And I've personally been on um, just over, almost a year-long journey with Matt. And uh, he's held me through my own understandings of male sexual energy projected towards myself and really allowing me to have a deeper knowing and understanding and it's really helped me along in my own path in my own journey and even understanding men today um i'm super happy to get him on this episode to share his insights and wisdoms with all of you guys and we discussed PTSD, how it's affected him, his own journey with it, a little bit about my own, and how abusive relationships just are so super common, and how we can better communicate with each other. So I'm super excited, so I'm just going to jump right into it. Thank you so much, Maddie, for joining me today on the Evolve Mindset Podcast. I am super excited to have you. You have been um, really a warm and um, strong presence, I feel, in my own sexuality journey. You know, we've we've journeyed an actual institute together and our own sexuality. And there's just a lot of um, our own paths have just really been intertwined lately. And I feel that you have such a powerful and um, heart-centered journey. I feel that would be really beneficial for so many people. And I'd really love for you to introduce yourself. Over the last five years, um, over the last five years, I've basically just been on a journey to find myself um, as a man again. So uh, really in the space of creating programs now, um, I'm an author, I've written a couple of books. Um, working alongside Charles in the Advanced Leadership Program, New Paradigm Intimacy, um, and just trying to be of service to myself, of service to my relationship, and then hold my community to the best of my ability. I feel like that I've reached quite a um, you know reasonable level of self-mastery and, um, and being able to work with my mind, my mindset, my emotions, and then you know, how can I bring that into my community to be of assistance and, and help my brothers and sisters. Mm. That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that, Matt. And there's something that I've actually never been able to journey, just more inquiry about yourself. Because I know you mentioned you've been in the Army, which I think is a whole journey on its own. But with the PTSD piece, um, I would love for you, if you're open, to actually share a little bit more what that that journey's been like for you. Yeah, absolutely. So first off, I just want to say in the USA alone, I think there's something like 
um, 20 million cases of PTSD from domestic violence alone in the US every year. And that's just like from relationships. Mm. So we, we talk a lot about relationships, relationship with self, relationship with others, but that's 20 million people a year. It's pretty much the whole population of Australia is diagnosed with PTSD in America just from DV and relationship yeah. um, incidents. The most common cause of PTSD in society is accidents. So, um, you know, getting shot at or being in a car crash or plus, plus, plus. So the human body is quite sensitive so we kind of have this um, frame, especially in America and Australia, that only soldiers have PTSD, but that's not true. Mm. So much trauma. You can have trauma from being a baby or from your mum leaving you or from being in a car accident or from being in an abusive relationship. Um, all of these things can cause PTSD. So that's the first thing I want to speak to is PTSD is everywhere. Trauma is everywhere. And the faster that we actually really recognize this as a society, as brothers and sisters, as we hold a healthier space within our communities, we can actually realize when men are going into these unhealthy spaces that, you know, it's not them choosing to, it's trauma. Or if a sister is displaying emotional behavior that's not like um, considered, or not like considered for sisters um, displaying emotional behavior that is like not her then we can be like, okay, cool, what's up with mm. her? And it's like, we can explore that. It could be trauma, it could be PTSD, it could be all these things. So PTSD is everywhere. And I guess my journey has been um, specifically in emotional shutdown. And my emotional shutdown has come from a level of my body and my mind closing down to, to save me and to go into a level of um, safety through multiple fight or flight responses within the army. Mm. So we can unpack that a little bit deeper, but ultimately the way I see PTSD is that you can have slow amounts of constriction. So let's just say you're in a relationship that's quite abusive um, and you're always yelling at each other and you're slowly just closing down mm -hmm. your emotional body just over and over and over and over again. And that could happen over like a, a couple of years. And then you get to the point where you don't know why you don't know yourself anymore or you can't talk or you can't display your emotions or your emotions are starting to come out in a really unhealthy means. I see that as PTSD. You know, that's very similar to what happens to a lot of soldiers that don't even see combat have very similar um, trauma. But then on the other end of the scale, there's kind of the very severe acute PTSD, which is like um, somebody being in a car accident, getting shot at or getting rocketed or being in a roadside bomb in Afghanistan, etc., or being in a very like, um, violent attack in domestic violence so you can see that both will cause fight or flight response both are causing um, activation in our sympathetic nervous system and both are actually you know stopping us from being the best version of ourselves through being in this activated state yeah mm, thank you so much for sharing that and yeah as you're describing like the domestic violence that really just takes me back to my own relationships i had three back-to-back -back, like quite abusive relationships and yeah the amount of shutdown that you experience not only during like obviously during you know you are literally disassociating from everything you know disassociating from yourself what you're feeling and also the put your partner your surroundings everything and over a repeated amount of time it creates that trauma but yeah so i'm just like reliving these moments and just remembering like wow like you literally are just like not physically like there you're just like coming into like this shell really just like disassociating and yeah you just really put me back into that for a second there um <laughs> it's very interesting but um 
I love how you actually walk through and you really take us through the fact that it is a lot more to do with not only just like say you know like gunshots and things like that but it can also be the emotional piece right like you have your, your little t's and your big t's is something that I've really been diving deep into as well um I'm very curious how for you as a man that's been able to unfold I I feel like men are put on like are put in this certain way to show up in like a stronger um show up stronger you know they're they're not allowed to show their emotion you know they're allowed to cry you know like things like that like they're led to believe so i'm just really curious how you could share with the listeners how you as a man have journeyed that piece yeah i guess growing up in um country victoria which is a state in australia I received those belief systems and that was the level of conditioning that I received from my family and from my country town that, you know, men don't cry, harden up, etc. So they're the things that I carried through and honestly believe that, you know, it was the, um, the level of masculinity that I received in my small country town is what actually contributed to me having PTSD. There's a lot of soldiers that can go into the army that actually have the tools to express, to communicate their relationships um, and know when to ask for help, when to shove it down, et cetera, that could actually go into a, you know, a trauma and then actually then use the tools or the behaviours that they've learned from their family unit to move through that. So, you know, that's a big piece for me is that I actually grew up with those belief systems, took those belief systems into the military, and then there was repercussions and, and byproducts to that, which were trauma and PTSD. So very, very strong believer now in men being able to, um, work on communication and taking a lot of time and effort to break these programs and to break these uh, belief systems that we've inherited from our family, from our community. They may have served us back then, uh, but they're not serving us now. And you can see that from the rate of domestic violence, suicide, all these things that are playing out um, in relationships in the world at the moment that you know we really need to get back to being healthy versions of ourselves. And that starts with healthy dialogue, healthy communication and healthy relationships to our emotions. Mm, thank you. And I love how you use the word healthy. And I, I feel like there's a big, um, it's very charged when, you know, when somebody says, oh, a healthy relationship, or, you know, you should be this, this is healthy. And it, it looks different for a lot of people. So I'd love for you to share, like, what is healthy dialogue, healthy communication look like for you? Yeah, absolutely. I think that healthy still means getting angry. Well, healthy still means like having breakdowns and crying and um, healthy means like actually rechanging the relationship that we have with our emotions in the modern society. Like in a sense of we think that if somebody expresses a lot of anger and has like an angry outburst or breaks down and cries that, um, you know, that's unhealthy relationship to their emotions or they're an unhealthy person. But ultimately I, I see that as a really healthy relationship with our inner world. Mm. Um, and then it's like, our partner being able to hold those and normalize those within the relationship is a healthy relationship. That's how I really see it. Mm, that's beautiful. I absolutely agree. I feel that being able to actually express that vulnerability and being accepted in that relationship, being seen for whatever the hell it is that decides to surface, whether that be screaming at not probably not your partner, but you know, screaming into a pillow <laughs> or um, or just bawling your eyes out. And just having your partner hold you in that or just stand back and just be there a witness and just let it unfold. I find that is just so empowering in a relationship. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Healthy relationships. Mm. 
they're coming. <laughs> they're coming. Yeah. Yes, I definitely am all about that train too. <laughs> I love it. Um, mm. Starts with mindset. It all starts with mindset. You know, you have to want to be able to create a healthy relationship and you have to be able to have the mindset for that and be like, okay, cool. My mindset is that I want to create a healthy relationship. How do I do that? I seek help. I ask for advice. I feel into my body. I create change. I do all these things, but it all starts with mindset. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And actually that gives me now another inquiry. Cause I know for myself, um, in my own journey into my own reflection, it just kind of happened um in my own personal growth not so much my mindset and i hit at a certain stage in my life which i feel that we all kind of go as we grow and we mature and i realized like wow okay i'm super reactive i don't like the way i'm acting with my partner and therefore like i need to change something and that's kind of where i started looking at my mindset so i'm curious as to what stage in your life that started for you and what advice you could give to someone that's is possibly in a, a similar path yeah great question depending on our level of like trauma or depending on our level of circumstances depends on the level of activation in our nervous system depending on the level of activation in our nervous system depends on the level of protection mechanism or um a blind spot and you know when we're in a state of survival having awareness into our emotional world or into our inner world isn't really applicable our awareness is facing outwards to protect us. So it's like, it's mm -hmm. a catch 22, like where does a person um, create the ability to become aware, to look inside themselves when they're facing out because they're afraid. So, you know, where it happened for me was um, I was so emotionally um, unintelligent. I had no perception of my inner world. And, you know, that's by training, by being a soldier. Yeah. That's the byproduct of the army. Um, and I guess I'd gotten to a point within my world where I was safe, where, um, you know, I was living in Australia, um, you know, I'm not getting rocketed anymore. Um, I was in a house, sleeping in a bed every night. And I guess it was just part of my natural evolution as a man to be able to be like, okay, cool. You know, there's got to be more to life than this. I've got the, the job, I've got the house. And then I went on like a leadership program and they taught me the difference between like um, internal control versus external control, um, which is like a, a very um, simple format that they teach in psychology around like internal control is what I have control of, external control is what I have no yeah. external control of. So, you know, just in that yeah. question alone, I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, a seed was planted. And then instead of me looking outwards, I looked inwards. And then I've just been on a journey ever since to just um, re reframe mm. or rearrange my inner world. Yeah. Mm, what a beautiful journey. And that actually reminds me too that I feel it's so, so powerful when you are in a level of safety in your external environment, that it actually creates that internal um awareness I feel like you just kind of naturally start developing it because so I know for me again like I've had multiple abusive relationships and I was like had zero emotional intelligence like my my own nervous system was on hiatus and just like on overdrive you know constant fight flight and defense and just like always looking over my shoulder it was ridiculous and it wasn't until I was out of those abusive relationships I started realizing okay wow like this is what a little bit of quiet is like you know like this is like what this could be i had a little taste of less chaos in my life 
And from there, you know, I started to give a little bit of self-love, you know, just like really understanding and coming in tune with myself. And then I actually met a, a healthy masculine, like in a healthy man in my life. And from there, I truly believe safe relationships heal. And that is when I started realizing that I was manifesting the chaos, like because my own nervous system, my own reality and everything I was normally and used to was just like abuse and chaos and destruction. And then I had this beautiful man that was just, I want to say normal, you know, but obviously what is normal, but you know, you know what I mean? (laughs) Just, just safety, right? And I feel that that is really just so overlooked, but and so powerful for someone that has experienced PTSD, experienced um, domestic violence or anything like that. Mm, I agree. And um, I feel like that's why the modality that you and I have like connected through, which is like um, self-pleasure is so powerful. I feel like there is um, no quicker way for you to create safety as a human being through Mm. breath, touch movement and holding yourself You know, I like to call self-pleasure self-intimacy as well too. I think it depends where you are on your journey. I believe you start in a level of self-intimacy and then you can like um, graduate into a place of self-pleasure. But through that initial self-intimacy practice, there's a level of safety that you're creating for yourself. That's for all of the hugs that you may not have got. That's for all the times that you didn't comfort yourself. That's for all the times that you didn't breathe. That's for all the times that you allowed yourself to be neglected that self-intimacy practice is how you actually create safety um, the fastest, most efficient way. Um, and then ultimately, if we're being in a really chaotic, crazy world, we can actually re-regulate our nervous system, re-regulate our peripheral nervous system, our body, and all these things through tough breath, breath um, sound and movement through these modalities to then create that level of safety that we need to, to unwind and to release and then to, to be um, the best versions of ourselves again. I love that you started off with calling it self-intimacy because that hit so home for me. Um, Beginning this journey with the modality of self-pleasure, it literally was that for me. It, like, it wasn't even about the pleasure. Like, I, I started in the, the Institute and our, in our studies, and it was, it was never about sexuality for me. It literally was, okay, like, what is going on inside of me? And that's what kind of led me to this. And then beginning, like, yeah, yeah you're exactly what you're saying, you know, hugging yourself for the first time and, like, literally, like, the caresses and the amount of love and affection that you're providing yourself probably for the first time ever literally is so goddamn empowering and creating that safety and, yeah, like, ultimately just regulating your nervous system. So, yeah, like, yeah, for me, it has definitely been an intimacy journey with myself mm. um pleasure is coming and pleasure is now here but yeah it, it really is building that intimacy yeah and and ultimately pleasure is just like a, a natural force that exists it's kind of like when a um a kung fu fighter he's tapped into chi prana um like sexuality the life force energy that's moving through us and it's like when he's in his healthy vital state he can move the energy and, and work with it same as pleasure um, you know, same as this life force energy that exists. And if we're stuck full of emotions and we're not um, in a healthy way in our nervous system, we can't tap into it. So, you know, self-intimacy is the key to just getting rid of all of the stuff that's actually blocking our ability to naturally tap into this presence that's always there. Yeah. Mm, that's beautiful. I love that. Thank you so much. 
And at this point too, like you mentioned self-pleasure and I know that you have a lot of amazing containers around this. Um, I'd love for you to share specifically targeting the men first, because I feel that and this work is so dominated with like this goddess movement and, you know, the feminine touch and all this and that. And I feel that um, for me anyways, from what I've seen, a lot of the men can be polarized from that. Yeah. I'd love for you to share a little bit of your own journey in discovering self-pleasure and how that's looked like for you in discovering that with also other men. Yeah. Thank you. Um so firstly, I'd just say if there's men out here that are on the path that want to move through, um, you know, and, and transform their masculinity, first thing I'd say is get together with other men and just start talking. You know, self-pleasure is probably not the first thing to jump straight into. Um, yes, it will help if you're mm-hmm. with a trained practitioner and you, can, you need that guidance of a one-on-one practitioner to be able to manoeuvre through what it is that you're working with. But just the initial steps of catching up with men and just talking about what's alive for you. So if you go around in a circle and you're like, what's alive for you today? And someone's like, well, I'm fighting with my partner and this is how I feel. Next guy could be like, well, I just had a really amazing um, project land at at work and I I had a really big win. So he's celebrating himself and the other one's um, expressing his emotion. That is so healing and such a beautiful place to start for men. It's free. Um, and we have such a broken relationship with the men um, in our life that this creates a new blueprint mm. of, of being able to connect with ourselves and feel safety to express. And often as men, when we express our emotions in our um, intimate relationships, sometimes we feel like they're not heard or seen. We create a relationship where we express our truth and it's not received and our partner triggers and our partner goes into a you know, process herself and we're like, well, you know, Maybe I should just shut up. Maybe I should not say anything. So, you know, connecting with men and actually learning that your emotions do count and your truth can be spoken and you can really open up this really beautiful expression within inside of yourself, within your brothers, is a really powerful muscle to like flex. And then you can take that back to your conscious relationship and then be like, this is my truth. This is how I feel. And you're expressing these to your partner, regardless of your beloved's um, behavior or reaction you know it's your truth and you can sit in that because sometimes that can cause us to close down again as well too as men so you know that's the first bit of like um journey of of doing breath work sorry of um doing talk and just talking with brothers the next piece i would say is like um breath work is a really potent place to start like if you're really closed off you've got a lot of stuff going on within your body breath work is like a sledgehammer of self-development like if you're um, constricted in your nervous system and you're all wound up and you can't relax, breath will just like smash you to pieces and you'll be like, whoa, what was that? Like, okay, cool. Now I'm open. Now I'm ready to maybe receive something like self-pleasure. If you're jumping into self-pleasure um, straight away as a man, you might be that constricted that like you're not actually really going to receive the true benefits mm. and the gifts of, of self-pleasure. Um and that, that could be a story, that could be a projection for myself, but I believe that, you know, talking, breath work, self-pleasure, something like that is a really beautiful blueprint for men to be able to, to do the work, yeah. Mm, that's beautiful. And I feel that a big motivator for men is probably in, like, their actual intimate relationships, whether that be with another man or, or another woman, Um but just what I've seen with people that have come to me and they've been asking like, okay, well, how do I 
um, communicate with my partner, usually a female, how do I communicate with my partner, you know, like, she's really distant, or she's this, or she's that, and how do I really build that communication? How do I, how do I build that intimacy again? And obviously, self-pleasure is like Mm -hmm. a big motivator, but I'm also very curious, um, maybe just some tips that you can offer. Yeah, I always say like be the change that you want to see in your relationship. So if you're committed and it's a long-term relationship, be the change that you want to see. Overflow, um, hold the space, um, but also get real on what your needs, wants and desires are um, and have some like expression into the relationship of what your needs, wants and desires are. But, you know, be the change you want to see, hold that space um, and do the more inner work um, that you can to then, you know, level up your relationships and, you know, learn about communication, learn about all these things. But the deeper we go with inside of ourselves to work on our mindset, to work on ourselves somatically, um, to manifest the life of our dreams, etc., we can create beautiful, healthy relationships regardless of where we're at, but it does take time and energy in a sense of, you know, if you're in a relationship that it needs a lot of work, that you need to make a realistic commitment to be like, okay, this relationship doesn't have boundaries, doesn't have needs. We're not respecting each other in communication. We're not respecting this. We're running blueprints from our past. We're running blueprints from our parents. We don't have the tools, strategies. We don't have the neural pathways. We don't have the, um, like the embodiment of how to actually have a strong, healthy relationship. Then you need to make a decision like, okay, cool. I'm going to go away and make those things for myself or, I'm going to commit to making a cultural change within my relationship, create the mindset, put the time, energy and effort into creating all those things, which takes time and work. I I know from experience um, through having trauma, my partner had trauma as well too. We've been through both of those spaces again to create um, a healthy relationship, but it still takes so much time, energy and effort and work to be able to evolve our relationships to that point. But just be the change, go more inward, um, but, you know, respect your own boundaries, respect your own worth and respect your own desires deeply. Yeah. Mm, what a beautiful piece there. And I know for me, um, I've actually came to you for a couple pieces before. One, just kind of experiencing a little bit of the masculine energy for various reasons. But my question for you now is more of an outlook from a woman's perspective and they're in their own relationship and trying to understand their man a little bit more. I know you have a potent container that you are recently launching, which we'll definitely get into in a moment, but I'd love for you to share um, your own perspectives if you are sharing advice to a woman or someone who identifies as a woman that is in a relationship mm-hmm. with a man. How can they approach a man let's say in conflict or possibly you know there's a disconnect in the relationship um how would you approach them with their own concerns mm-hmm. i'd say radical responsibility and total ownership of your well like that's number one in a sense of you know there's no point in us um, playing victim or hopping into any um drama triangles or putting our time and energy onto somebody who doesn't want to be changed when we could put our time and energy and all those focuses into our own inner world and make our own life better. You know, there's nothing more beautiful and attractive in a woman who finds her own innocence, who finds her own joy, who's radiating with her own love, who is radiating full of pleasure and like overflowing and all these pieces. 
your man is going to turn his head pretty quickly if you're in that state. He's going to be like, holy shit balls, I'm going to lose this woman if I don't sharpen up. But if we're sitting on the couch going like, you need to do this or you you need to do that mm. or like, you, you know, you're not doing this, blah, 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 blah. Ultimately, you know, they're not going to change. They're going to constrict. They're not going to hear that. Um, you know, they probably think that you're the mum and they're like receiving that mum energy. Um, that's not the energy that like a man wants to come into relationship with. The man wants to come into relationship. And this works both ways for men and women. I, like I could do the exact same. I could overflow. I could be my radiance. I could be meeting my needs, my desires. I could even be to the point where, you know, I say to my partner, well, if you can't meet my needs, wants and desires, you know, I'm looking at meeting them with other people. There's going to be no other stronger motivator for somebody's ego or um, conditioning for them to get up off the couch and start to look inside their own world and start to meet you in that place. Mm, I totally agree with that. I know that that brings up a lot to, for me with the um, like the feminine and masculine energies, which we both are very familiar with. And I know for me, like a, a big piece of what I notice is I step into like this critic archetype where I'm like, oh no, you need to do this. You need to do that. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. And this is me to my partner. And just having that awareness of stepping into this archetype piece or this 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 energy um allows you to like acknowledge it and essentially take a step back and like realize okay this is what i'm actually creating in my relationship and this my partner's actually reacting to the way i'm acting mm -hmm. i find that so powerful mm -hmm. life's a mirror yeah, yeah definitely yeah. Mm, i love that and so at this point matt um i would really love for you to share um the programs that you're working on the containers that you have and just this vortex that you have to offer yeah thank you um first i'd just like to touch on um some of my older work which is around ptsd and um the app inside timer so inside timer is like a really uh well-known app in australia and america and around the world and i actually have some free meditations on that so um you can type in ptsd into inside timer and you'll find um thriving with ptsd and I have just like a series of meditations in there that have gone all around the world, like super successful, but a really, really amazing resource for you to actually look into trauma, no matter where you are in the world or where you are in your journey. Really, really cool uh, place to start. Also have um, another book called Warrior's War, um, which is um, around PTSD. It explores a whole lot of um, holistic healing methods to um, free yourself of trauma um, and PTSD as well too. So then that goes um, into activities and, and all these amazing things. So you can find that on Amazon or Booktopia, et cetera. Um, and that's, you know, uh, people reading that in the US, there's a lot of comments and, and, and stuff from the US and some of my brothers and sisters over there. So pretty cool to see. Um, and then the space that I'm working in at the moment and what's really alive for me is this new program that I just launched called um, Understand Your Man. Uh, so it's kind of like a, a very um, accessible program. So it's $5 a week um, for anyone to join. And basically what we have is a series of masterclasses for myself where I speak about men's emotions, men's behaviours, needs, boundaries, all of these things from a relationship perspective, um, just to be open, transparent. It is very um, male and female relation orientated. Um, I'm just putting that out there. I'm just claiming that as that's who I am. That's the relationship that I am. That's the language that I speak from. Um, 
I do have respect for all types of relationships, all types of sexuality, et cetera, but that's just me and the energy that I'm putting out. I'm just standing in that. Um, and then also we do like a weekly call where I drop us into our body. We do some clearing. Um, we do some embodiment work. We take ownership of what's manifesting in our world. Um, we have a look at it and we do some exercises to make some change. And we're just basically cycling through um, different chakras and different parts of the body um, throughout the weeks to then take ownership of, of how we're feeling, what's alive for us. And working with some of the natural energies that exist on the planet. You know, if we're um, near the full moon, we're working with letting go. If we're in the new moon, we're working with setting the intention. So it's kind of like um, moving with those energies that are happening and then moving with what's alive for us in the body. Um, and then also entertaining the mind and filling the mind up with the, the tools and the communication and the resources necessary um, with a pretty cool Q&A once a week as well too where you can directly ask me some questions and then I'll shoot some answers off into the container as well too to just help people specifically where they're at on their journey. Mm. Oh, what a powerful container you have. I love that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm, definitely sending an invitation to any of the listeners that are feeling pulled to reach out to you because that is just beautiful. Well, well, thank you so much, Matt. I really do appreciate your presence and your wisdom and all your insight you've shared today. Thank you very much. It's been amazing to have you here. Um, so amazing for me to be here and um, just sending you all a lot of love to the US. Um, and thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much for listening in today's episode. I want to take a moment and just really pay my gratitude to you, the listener, for evolving with me along in this journey on Evolve Mindset. It has been quite a ride. And now I'm so happy to share with you the baby I've birthed, Integrated Attraction, an eight-week group coaching container that we're actually going to dive so deep into understanding our psyche and relationships to really journey with the archetypes that we are and that we create in them and therefore we're going to activate embody and integrate all the shadows that we've created and by doing that we are going to create and build this epic social polarity with our partner or future partner and we're going to understand yin and yang energy the polarity that it creates to actually attract the love that we deserve and desire, the, like the deepest desires we have. We're going to integrate all the shadows. We're going to activate and embody everything. It's going to be so wild. And the, the beauty of this work, we're actually going to regulate our nervous system. You know, we're also stuck in trauma and this, this stuck in this fight, flight, and defense mode daily. And we're going to learn how to actually recalibrate our nervous system we're gonna understand the yeses and nos in our body you know it's a big defense mechanism that we all have and we're gonna see what triggers that actually what they represent for us so if, if you're in it please reach out i'll leave a link in the show notes i would love to have you guys take care Thank you so much for joining me with today's episode. If you love what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on your listening platform so I can keep the goodness coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, you can interact with me and enjoy daily inspiration on Instagram at Chelsbra or visiting my website for one-to-one -one mentoring at chelsbra.com. 
I love you and appreciate you so much and can't wait to connect again in the next episode. Until then, turn your magic on loves and keep evolving.